Hey, welcome to the Forward by Faith broadcast. I'm excited that you're here. We're on the way into the sanctuary because we believe that the Lord has a word for us. Come on in and let's see what God has for us. Not looking back, I press into a higher place, no longer will I be deceived by the enemy, I'm moving forward, 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 yeah, I'm walking in my destiny to be on God, I'm moving, forward, yeah, forward, speak to the Just worship for a few seconds. Hallelujah. 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 Give God praise for the power that is in the name of Jesus. Just say Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Hallelujah. 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 Give God praise for our pastor. Amen. Oh, you can do better than that. Bestest pastor in the whole world. I thank God for my queen, my family up there in the balcony, Deacon Deborah. Thank God for our support staff, Beverly, Miss Marlene. I'm gonna forget somebody, I'll be in trouble again. Deacon Reva. Uh, Miss Cheryl, uh, and everybody, <laughs> amen. Terry, Brother Terry, Brother Fred, our wonderful worship arts ministry, extraordinary, 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 extraordinary. And give God praise for our babies. I know Pastor was 
somewhere with a, at home with a big smile on his face. Amen, amen, amen. And give God praise for each other, looking all good in your jammies, all cozy and beautiful, handsome and strong. <laughs> amen. Lord, we thank you for your word. Speak, Lord. Send your word to perform it in the lives of your people. We thank you for the reason for this season. And we're going to keep our focus in the midst of all the distractions and the emotional complications. We're going to keep our eyes stayed on you because we need a word from you. Have your way, God. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, fall fresh. Fall fresh. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 2. You heard chapter 1 and 2 read. I'll begin with chapter 3. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Say, overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Say, worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Follow your star to new territory. Follow your star, your star. Say, I got a star to new territory. You may be seated. Has God ever shown up and shined a light in your life? A light in such a dark place that you knew that it couldn't come from anybody but God. Shown up with the light of power and strength that only God can provide. You were in a dark place in the hospital, but God shined a light. Shined a light when you were in the darkness of a toxic or broken relationship. Shined the light of hope when you were contemplating suicide. Shined a comforting light when you were being swallowed by grief. Shined a light of peace in your raging storm. Shown up and shined a light where you were lost in a dark and desolate place. If your answer is yes to any of those questions, you know that God loves you. God is with you. God cherishes you. 
God values you. God will take care of you. God will never leave nor forsake you. Don't somebody think you ought to praise him right there? Amen. Another question. Has God ever shown up in a strange place in your life? Shown up uh, in an ugly place? Shown up in a profane place? Shown up in a painful place? Shown up in a hopeless place? Shown up in an unreligious place? Shown up in a place where people rejected you and or life itself cut you so deep that you thought God himself had rejected you? Have God ever shined a light when you've been blinded by the night? And if you're in a dark place right now, keep praying, keep seeking, keep pressing, keep your head up. God's light will find you. God's goodness and mercy will pursue you. God will show up because God is already there. You will see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. God has a star for you to lead you through the darkness. We got a witness in the house. Amen. Be encouraged if you're waiting. It's coming. It's coming. Somebody is here today because God showed up when you was drunk and high in the club. Showed up when you was cussing somebody out in traffic. Showed up when your family was stressing the hell out of you during the holidays. Showed up when your enemies at work were tearing you down. Showed up when your home was a place of conflict instead of peace. Showed up when you was about to give it up to the wrong man. Showed it up after you had given it up to the wrong woman. Showed up in rehab. Showed up in the darkness when you were fighting for your life. Showed up after the funeral when the hurt was so bad you felt like you was losing your mind. Somebody is alive today because God showed up when they were ready to give up. God shows up when you're ready to give up. Somebody is here today because God showed up in a strange and dark place. Hallelujah. He shows up where he already is. He shows up where he never left. He shows up where you least expect him to be. He shows up when you're ready to give up. So in our text, God shows up in strange places, doing strange things. Matthew 1 and 2, you heard that read after Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Judah. Didn't that baby do a good job of reading that scripture? Amen. Magi came from the east to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Now this is strange because Jesus, uh, excuse me, God didn't come to the religious establishment. The star didn't shine over the temple in Jerusalem. The light didn't summon the chief priests and the rabbis. God didn't come and shine the light to the elect of Israel. God didn't send the star to arrogant religious folk denying the humanity of other folk. God didn't show up to people going through the motions of orthodox worship. Didn't show up to folk who just knew they was the best thing that ever happened to God. Jesus' cousin, John the Baptizer, would later tell religious folk in Matthew 3 and 9, and do not think you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. 
I tell you, out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. Oh, let the rocks give God some praise. I dare you to tell your neighbor, if you don't praise God, a rock will. God went to some Persians, some magi, that's often translated as wise men. The magi were astrologers. They practiced divination and interpretation of dreams. They were fortune tellers and esoteric religious cultists. Jews viewed them as foolish and evil, yet God shows up to them. <laughs> Maybe for all their seeking, their cultic practices and super spiritual pretenses. Maybe there remained a darkness that they couldn't get beyond. For all their human wisdom and intelligence, there remained a God-sized void in their souls. Maybe the way they had always done things couldn't give them deliverance from what the Bible calls the rulers, the authorities, the powers of this dark world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. They were yearning for something real. So many people in this world have left church because they're yearning for something real. So many people are wilding out because they're yearning for something real, something they can feel, something that could really change things, something they could depend on, something truly divine they could see in the darkness, something they knew that could come from nobody but the God of love. They must have been seeking, they must have been waiting and yearning because when the light showed up in the darkness, they went. When they saw the, the light, they packed their luggage. Maybe they had to unpack some things too. They gathered their provisions. They gathered their treasure. They got ready. They left their familiar surroundings, routines, and rituals. They got moving. They followed the star. They followed the light to Jesus. When they saw the light and darkness, they moved into new territory. They saw the light and moved into new worship. They didn't know scripture, but they saw the light. They didn't have religious doctrine, but they saw the light. They didn't have the covering of a church home, but they saw the light. They weren't baptized. They were religious outcasts, but they saw the light. They saw the light and were wise enough to worship. They saw the light and they pressed to worship. They saw the light and they opened their treasures to worship. And by the way, as they moved into new territory, they had to travel on Roman roads. Their way forward was on roads paved by their enemies. God has brought us this far through roads that have been paved by our enemies. Some of us here today, or our children, or our grandchildren, got degrees from institutions built by stolen labor of our enslaved ancestors. Some of us have careers in corporations built on stolen wealth. We have pressed through history's hard road paved by genocide and slavery. Yet we've come this far by faith because God has shined a light for us 
and God is shining not only a light for us, God is shining his light through us. God will use your enemies to pave the road to your victory. Somebody got to, I got a witness in here. Your setbacks are lessons. Your enemies are inspirations. Your pain is pavement. God shined the light to these magi from the east. They were astrologers, so they saw it as a star. Now, this was strange behavior <laughs> for a star. I mean, look at this star. Uh, chapter 9, verse, chapter 2, verse, excuse me, chapter 2, verse 9, Matt, Matthew. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. Hmm. God called them within their understanding. They were astrologers, so God used the star. God called them within their understanding to move them beyond their understanding. God called them within their experience to move them beyond their experience. God called them in their situation to move them beyond their situation. They were scientists of the stars. But they ain't never seen a star that acted like this star. They ain't never seen a star that shows up, somehow reveals to him the birth of the king of, the king of glory, then goes ahead of them to the location of the newborn king of glory, then stops over the newborn king of glory. No star in the history of stars has ever behaved like this star. God will encounter you within your understanding to get you to a place, a Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 place, where you lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him who directs your path. Because very often, what God has for you is beyond your understanding. How you're going to get there is beyond your understanding. The help that God got on the way is beyond your understanding. So God will show up within your situation. Move you beyond your situation. To give you an increase beyond your situation. God will show up within your understanding. To move you beyond your understanding to give you an increase that you can't even imagine. The Bible says it, the first Corinthians second and nine, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Oh, the Bible says it, Ephesians three and 20, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to God's power working on the inside of us. God loves us so much that God shines a light in our sunken places to move us to refreshed worship. Fresh worship refreshes our minds. Fresh worship yields fresh living that gives us the power to take fresh territory. God shows up to these Persian astrologers God shows up in, strain, in a strange place to strange people as the light shining hope to a dark world. God is about to, the light reveals that God is about to do a new thing for all people, say all people. These strange folk 
from a strange place see the light that the folk who lived there didn't even recognize. They see the light and are drawn to its source. They see the light and move. They change their location. They, 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 they go from the familiar to the unfamiliar. They move from comfort to discomfort. Ah. They, 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 they move from tradition to revolution. They move toward worship in the spirit and the truth. They press toward the presence of God in worship. They go and move to offer themselves completely to worship. And then they run into Herod. Herod, who was appointed king of Israel by Roman Caesar to keep his people in oppression, slavery, and economic exploitation. Herod rebuilt the temple into a corrupt center of his own power and ruled the religious authorities. Herod claimed to represent God, but was really in it for the money, the status, and the power. Herod, who was invested in his own position and status and could care less about God's will and promises. And the Bible says when Herod heard about the Persian Magi coming to worship the newborn king, he was disturbed because your worship disturbs people. <laughs> oh, when you really start worshiping, you're going to create a disturbance in the house. When you really start worshiping and decide, make up your mind to worship, you're going to cause a disturbance in the community. You're going to cause a disturbance in this region. You're going to call a disturbance in this nation. And you're going to call a disturbance in this world. He was disturbed. He was frightened, fearing the loss of his status and of offending his Roman bosses. Herod was afraid. And all fear is based on the fear of loss. We hold on to conventions of worship and praise because we fear the loss of control. We hold on to toxic habits and relationships because of the fear of change. We hold on to failure sometimes because of the fear of success. We hold on to addictions because of the fear of pain. We hold on to our treasure for the fear of lack. But God answers that word, that fear in his word. God says in 2 Corinthians 9, 10, and 11, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You'll be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of what? Oh, it's good to have some folk that know the word, amen? For all his political power and vast wealth and position, Herod had a spirit of fear. So when he hears the Persians are coming to worship, he calls in the Magi and says in verse 7 and 8, Now go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me that I too may go and worship him. Now we know that Herod wasn't trying to worship Jesus. He was trying to kill Jesus. He faked like he wanted to worship Jesus while scheming to kill Jesus. 
And for those in the house who have seen the light, who are seeking Jesus, who came here to follow the light, follow your star, and worship the Lord, uh, our, our Lord and King, here's something you need to know, that you are going to run across some Herods. But don't be discouraged when you seek Jesus and you run across a Herod or two. Don't be discouraged if you have somebody in your life, in your family, in your job, or in your church who portray piety as a scheme to kill Jesus. Don't be discouraged by those who tear down instead of building up. Don't be discouraged by those who, who, who look down rather than lift up. Don't be distracted by the Herods in your life. Just do what the Magi did. Do what them wise dudes did. They ignored the fakery and followed the star. They pressed into worship anyhow. They moved to a place of praise anyhow. They pressed their way to baby Jesus anyhow. You may have to press past some folk. You may have to go around some folk. You may have to move your seat or change your proof. You don't let anybody keep you from Jesus. Don't let folk get annoyed who get annoyed when the Holy Spirit shows up, block your blessings. Don't let folk who take God for granted get in the way of your worship. Don't let them stifle your shout. Don't let them distract your progress. Don't let them shut down your praise. Let them know they can't kill Jesus because Jesus is alive in you. Slight detour in Matthew chapter 20, verse 29. The Bible says two blind men are sitting on a roadside shouting after Jesus. The crowd tried to, following Jesus, tried to shut him down and shut him up. But the man, the men shouted louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy. Lord, son of David, have mercy. Some of y'all are disturbed already. Lord, son of David, have mercy. Lord, son of David, have mercy. Lord, son of David, have mercy. And they got their sight. One of the themes in Matthew's gospel is how religious people are blind to Jesus, but the, but the afflicted folk, the outcast, the broken people, the rejected, even the blind folk saw the power of God working through Jesus Christ. So open your eyes and worship. Open your eyes and shout, Lord, son of David, have mercy, Lord. Son of David, have mercy. Open your eyes and give God praise. Open your eyes and give God glory. Open your heart and give God the praise. The Magi, the Magi, the Magi, they, they, they go past Herod and the religious Jesus haters. They go to worship the king. They're ready to worship the king. They are hungry to worship the king. They've come a long way to take new territory in their lives. They've come a long way. Some of us have gone a long way to get to the point of worship. They follow the light, God's divine GPS in their sky. The light leads them to Jesus. It leads them out of the occult into Jesus. 
out of old practices and customs to Jesus, past their enemies to Jesus, uh, beyond their grief and their pain to Jesus, beyond the stresses and hustle and bustle of the season to Jesus, the light and the darkness stops and shines on Jesus. And the Bible says they were overjoyed. They bow down and worship Jesus. In his presence is the fullness of joy. They bow down and worship him. For God so loved him, them, us, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting eternal life. They open their treasures and present him with offerings of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Ah, oh, hallelujah. These offerings are not deep, about deep religious symbolism. They are offerings of gratefulness. They're offerings of thankfulness. They're offerings of praise to the King of glory. They're offerings of worship. This is new territory in their lives. God is doing a new thing and they perceive it, do you? They're grateful that God shined light in dark places, are you? They worship him, he's the light of the world. They worship him, he's the good shepherd. They worship him, he's brought him a long way. He's brought him through many a danger, toil and snare. They worship him, what about you? Strange men who come from dark places, who've done strange things. Has Jesus brought anybody in here, out some dark places, through some strange things? God invites them to worship. In his presence, they're compelled by joy and gratitude and thankfulness to worship. What about you? No praise leader? No preacher? No choir? No band? No building? Just a group of strange outcast rejects who saw the star, followed the star through the night, through the difficult journey. To worship him and in the presence of Jesus after all they've been through they experience the presence of the true and living God they experience the joy and power of God's presence what about you no matter what you're going through follow your star no however black the night your star is shining even in cloudy skies, your star is shining. However deep the depression, your star is shining. However discouraging the stress, your star is shining. However painful the grief and the loss, your star is shining. See your star. Shift your focus from your darkness to the star. Shift your focus from your problems to the provisions of the God who is bigger than your problems. Look at the star. God has new territory for your life. Follow your star. Beyond whatever condition, situation, or circumstance you're in, beyond the emotional turmoil you may feel, feel beyond the rejection you may have experienced, follow your star. Even if the night is long, even if you gotta press through it, 
follow your star. Because on the, on the other side of the night is the bright and morning star. God is giving birth to your next level. Your new life is in the manger. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Worship him. Praise him. Worship him. Praise him. I'm done. Worship him. Praise him. Worship him. Praise him. Worship him. Praise him. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given and the government shall be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For we are persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That's some good news to me. Praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him. Hallelujah. Worship him. Hallelujah. Worship him. He's worthy. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come, we got a few more minutes. Just worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Just give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. With open eyes, open mind, open heart, to see God's light shining, no matter the pervasiveness of the darkness we see in this world, it's the light shining in you that is the source of our strength, of our encouragement, of our salvation, in fact, of life itself. And when we grab onto that, that's where the victory is. That's where we take new territory. And that's where we disturb the hell this world is in with a good dose of heaven. Amen. Amen. The doors of the church are open. The doors are open. Please stand. Is there anyone here who feel the pull of God? Maybe a light has been turned on. Well, it was already on. Maybe you just started seeing it. Come on. Come on. Anybody here looking for a church home? Come on. God is doing some amazing things in this ministry. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast of New Faith Baptist Church International. If this message has been a blessing to your life, we ask that you please partner with us by sowing a seed of faith so we can continue to extend the body of Christ. Join us as we continue to move forward by faith. Amen.